Welcome to Inspirational Journeys, Stories That Matter. I'm your host, Ann Harrison, and I thank you for coming along with me to talk about Jesus and the writing life. God has given us each a story to share, and your story matters. Hello, everybody. Today, I want to introduce a very special guest who is not only been a kingdom connection but she's been a kingdom she's a kingdom connection through the 540 writers community so (laughs) before i introduce my special guest i want to put in a plug for 540 if you're looking for a writing community where you if you're looking for accountability and you want workshops about writing craft the business of you know different things that we talk about some about editing some about self-care different elements of writing come join the 540 we have if you go to the website 540writers.com and sign up for the newsletter you will get a weekly newsletter describing what workshops are that becky and koviak uh has scheduled for us uh (laughs) we talk about the the different write-ins we do where we hold each other accountability Mm-hmm. and uh, hold each other accountable. So go to 540writers.com and also check out the 540 Writers community on Facebook. And I will put the website in the show notes. So now I'd like to make a extend a warm welcome to Sherilyn Bespano. Yes, thank Good. you. <laughs> Good, I was wondering about that. So welcome to the show, Sherilyn. Thank you. And I echo what you said about the 540 because I'm a member there too. It is... It is a great place to meet people, people who are on all different um, aspects of writing and different journeys, and the teaching is incredible. So yes. yeah, I I call her Becky A to Z, even though there's no, no Z in her name. <laughs> yeah, Aunt Koviak, yeah, I know. Aunt Koviak, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, I highly, highly recommend. If you're a writer, you must, must belong to a group. So, because writing can be lonely, right, Anne? <laughs> right, and best of all, folks, it's free. Yes, that's the best yes. part about it. It's free, and mm-hmm. you can interact with some great people. We're like a family. We are. We are a family. Is that are. how we met? That's how yes. we met. Yes, that's how we met. Yes. yes, I love having five forty folks on my show. This is yes. yeah. This is part of the Kingdom Connections thing that I started um, when. And a publicist who uh, she works for like a podcast agency and gets matches people with podcast guests with podcast hosts mm-hmm. and so it's um kingdom connections was what i think it was um kingdom connections podcasting or something like that podcast mm-hmm. or i don't remember what it was but um and i started that series and since then it's like why not keep that going along with my theme of working with God as a writer. Yeah. So why don't you introduce yourself, Sherry Lynn? Well, (laughs) I am Sherry Lynn Bispano. I am an award-winning writer in both fiction and nonfiction. Um, I love helping my brothers and sisters. I call it from mind to manuscript. I'm a writing coach. I help them brainstorm everything to the final end. I mean, I don't publish the book, but I guide you to whether you should traditionally publish, 
self-publish or go with a hybrid publisher. Um, I've taught at writing conferences. I'm published in a couple of Chicken Soup for the Souls. My book, what we're going to talk about today, Shine Don't Wine. I got another book coming out called Experience Emmanuel Daily, Personal Encounters with God. Um, I, I don't like talking about myself. I just, I love helping people, Anne. I just love, I love helping that. people. I do. I, I love helping people. Hey, we are part, it's not me against you or me against Becky or me against the other nonfiction writers. We're all serving God. Exactly. And we need to be cheering one another on. And when it's our turn to get up to bat and hit a home run, then it's our turn. But sometimes we have to sit on the bench and cheer and watch other people get published. Right. And okay because God is the one that chooses these. I mean, most, most Christian publishers I know and agents, they're praying about who to choose and things like that. So God is ultimately in control. Right. So, and, and we pray about which direction to go with our writing too. Amen. 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 I know. Some people think, well, I can only do, I can only do fiction or I can only do nonfiction or I should only stick with mm. um, academic books. I'm working on a fiction book with my son. Um, granted, I have a lot to learn about fiction, but what's good about, and we're talking about 540 again, but what's good about the group is they're writers of every skill level, of every genre, of fiction, nonfiction. I think we have academic writers. I think we, we have, have some editors and yes, I and am a new do, one. <laughs> you go girl. And we have copy. We have copywriters. Um, I'm also a ghostwriter. We have other ghostwriters. So um, I, I know that God uses me to encourage the body of Christ, especially writers and um, whatever, whenever I can do that, I'm, I'm in my happy place. <laughs> yes. I mean, whenever I can and help the, the writers, because I, again, I'm going to share this news because this is amazing too. I just, um, I got a scholarship. It's half off of the silver membership for um, the Christian pen. <gasps> awesome. Yeah. So I only had to pay $30. Crystal Crystal Phelps? Was that Crystal Phelps? um i think she's part of that yeah yeah i think she is but i looked at one of the prices because i want to i mean the courses because i wanted to learn how to build the editing side of my business um but the the course is a little bit expensive right now but at least i was able to get a scholarship and get to the membership so i can and become a member so i can get connected with other editors see isn't that wonderful yeah that is so good God is so good. So, well, you know, kind of turn the tables on you, Anne. What, <laughs> before we talk about my book, what exactly do you do in your business? Well, I'm a writer, of course. I write poetry and I'm working on a, in a middle grade magical realism series. This is Ooh. the first book of that series. Yeah, it's actually, I, God led me into children's books. I tried to write it as a, as a Christian thriller, a Christian mystery that flopped try to do it as a Christian psychological thriller. That was like climbing. That was like wading through fog. Um, <laughs> yeah. Trying to do it. Plus the research was bogging me down. And I was like, it was like going against the current. Mm -hmm. And so, and then I started writing these fantasy books and these little fantasy chapter books, which 
I'm probably going to get back to that at some point, but I was inspired to write those by um, little toys that I had crocheted. And so God just says, no, I don't want you in adult fiction. I want you in children's fiction. Oh, wow. And so that's where I got the magical realism because we are in the midst of spiritual warfare. And if you're a spiritual person, Mm-hmm. And if you believe in the angels and demons, you... Oh, yes. It's biblical. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is. It is. So, there... Yeah. So, that's where I am, am in my writing right now. I'm working on another round of revisions. And I struggle thinking, okay, this is a deadline. I've, I've set a deadline. And it's kind of hard for me to... I felt like some days I feel like I'm struggling to get to that point. But I think I'm making some headway. Well, you know what, Anne, you inspire me because you are legally blind and most people know that who do your show, but, um, how do you, how do you write? I mean, do you use text voice? Well, I have, I have a screen reader, which is Jaws for Windows. And when I'm editing, if my cable works right, I have this little device that I can connect to my computer. Although I need a new cable for it and I will get that at some point. Um, but I, I connect it to my computer. And I use it in a company uh, with in conjunction with JAWS, which is my, which means, which stands for job access with speech, which is my screen reader. And I use Microsoft Word. I did put um, the book in Google Docs for some beta readers. I will never use Google Docs again. <laughs> I know a lot of people who love it, but I, I I'm a it. word person too, Anne. I like words. I, I can, I will do it. I will do One it. One day too. I want to read. I do want to read some of your stuff. I would love to do that. Okay, I will definitely. Definitely, and I don't know if your readers, I don't know where, where is it, do you have anything available? Like, do you have, do you oh, have I do website? have a poetry book that I, I'm going to send you um, the link for on oh, MS. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah, I can, I can either send it to you or I can gift it to you, doesn't matter, but I do have a poetry book out, um, The Spirit of Creativity, Inspirational Poems for the Creative at Heart, I, I do have that. Ooh, um, that's, that's, oh, and I've published a few others, but they're in the rebranding process. Don't know exactly what I'm going to do with them. Maybe I published them prematurely. Maybe some of the, maybe they were just for me. <laughs> well, you know, it could be, it could be both for you yeah. for now. And then you rebrand them and re- rewrite them, rewrite them and go from there. That's yeah, awesome. That's, true. that's awesome. That's well, true. Um, it, it, like I said, I, I love to encourage writers and I love to encourage my brothers sisters in Christ and I was a speaker I love the word of God I love acrostics I love encouraging my sisters in Christ to in the word to memorize the word and live the word and especially know their identity in Christ because I think that um, if we don't know our identity, which we find in the word of God, and if we're not praying and we don't realize why the world is the way it is, we're, we're going to, we're going to be weak Christians. Right. And my book, Shine Don't Wine, um, is based on what's called the star principle. I complained about everything. When I first was a believer, I complained about everything because I wasn't happy. I wasn't content. I wasn't, I had a lot of issues that God had to deal with in me, like my identity, my biological father, um, 
abused us in more ways than I would even, I'm not going to talk about, um, but it's in my book, but, and I don't go into all the details, but um, God took me from this abused woman who hated herself and, oops, I, sorry about that. I, my phone, I thought I turned my ringer off. Sorry That's about okay. that, folks. But to someone who, he took me from wine to shine. You know, I, I clung to my right to fight because to fight against my biological father, that, to fight the, not him personally, because he was out of our lives, but I fought for the right to hold on to the bitterness. I deserved to hold on to the bitterness. That's how I felt. Does that make sense? Yes. Oh, yeah. Because I've been emotionally, verbally abused by my first husband. Oh, um, I'm so sorry, Anne. Yeah. But you know what? And I almost went and got into another. I, well, I was in another. My second marriage was getting close to that. But I saw the warning signs. <laughs> before oh, praise God. Yeah. Praise God. It, and, and I feel like, you know, I don't need a man in my life. The man in my life is God. Amen. And he's actually growing me in ways that I never thought possible. The editing, writing children's books. I've even got a couple of, I I wrote one devotional. I've got one that I haven't added my story to yet. But I got one sitting in the wings. And when he's ready for me to do that, you know, I don't know that I will, you know, publish a a, a devotional collection or not. I don't know if that's in the works. Well, you can, oh, I'm sorry, cut you off. No, but, um, but I've also been writing poetry, which mm. is something, um, as I've told the story before, which is something I thought, I can't do this. This is rare. And then I, a friend of mine um, who is also a publisher now and an author coach, um, she gave it on, on her podcast. She gave us the 50-word the story, and the prompt was mermaid fingernails. You know, those little long seashells that you see? Yes. Long yeah, and so she, she talked about that and gave us a prompt. I tried to write a 50-word story, and it morphed into a poem. And as I was reading another uh, free, a lesson from a free course I was taking, I ended up writing three poems that day. See, you God's gift from is is poem. My sister's the same way. She writes, you know, she endured the, a lot of the same things I did, and she she writes poetry. Her story, how could you say it? Stoetry stories <laughs> with poetry. <laughs> that's so. that's cool. Um, but and then I, now it's like the more you keep saying you can't do. You can't, but I can. And the more you keep saying you can't, you keep proving that you can. That's what the Holy Spirit yeah. told me. Praise like, God. Praise like, God. Okay. <laughs> so um, I want to help women who have gone through things like you and even men. My book is actually in a prison in Rhode Island, and it's helping a wow. guy that abused one of my friends. And I won't go into it. I won't name names. But what this is, it's I call it my raw and realistic journey through scripture while mm. God performs spiritual surgery on me with the word of God, because the word of God is living and active. And I'll tell you my story real quick. As a child, I was abused. I was told I was no good, mm. uh, physically, emotionally, sexually abused. And um, so I thought I'd amount to nothing. And But if you met me, I still had that smile on my face, but I hated myself. So when I became a Christian, 
I really wanted to be obedient to my father in heaven, but I couldn't get past the view of my earthly father. Cause I mm -hmm. said, if my earthly father can't love me, how can a most holy God love me? And I knew here that he wanted me, he, he wanted me to know his love, but I didn't have it here. So I searched the scriptures and I started praying scripture. And that's part of um, this book. And let me, let me tell you the, the acrostic is star. I started this book because I knew I needed a new attitude and my attitude was an attitude of complaining, um, finding fault, um, just, just depression. And the Holy spirit said, put on my heart to, and I had been teaching women for probably seven or eight years already. I knew I could, I had probably, probably had, probably 50 Bible verses memorized, but I still didn't like me. And the, the Lord said, go downstairs and look up the word attitude. And so what I did was I knew the Bible, the in Philippians two, where it says, um, have the attitude of Christ. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay, let's take this in its context. So I went back and found Philippians 1.14, where it says, do everything without complaining or arguing. And I'm paraphrasing, but it says, so that you can shine like a star in the universe as you hold out the word of life. And I said, okay, Lord. So from that verse, I came up with star acrostic. The S to see yourself as God sees you. The T is transform your mind with the word. The A is always pray and the R is refined to shine. And that R explains why bad things happen to good people. But also as I'm in, and I can talk about each one in a little bit, but as I'm sitting there, I still had a bad attitude and I'm like, okay, Lord, come up with an acrostic for attitude. Like, let's see you do that. You know? <laughs> Maybe I'm the only one who'll ever say that to God, but I no. said, you do that. <laughs> and you know what? He did. And this is the acrostic for attitude. And this is, this is kind of the basis for everything that I teach, everything that I live, this book. It's a thought that ignites true undivided devotion every time Ooh. attitude a thought that ignites true undivided devotion every that is time. that is so good that and is it, so praise god good. Praise yes god. amen and that's what i thought at that and there's a bible verse that i had memorized for myself and my son and i think it's either um First or second Chronicles 28 or 29. I, I don't have the exact verse, but what it says is when David, we know David served God with a wholehearted devotion, even though he wasn't perfect. When David committed to, he told his son Solomon, I want you to build the temple. He said this to Solomon, 
my son Solomon, acknowledge the God of your fathers and serve him with a wholehearted devotion and a willing mind because he knows the motives behind your thoughts. And I said, a thought that ignites true, undivided devotion every time. Well, we can, and we can only think of one thing at a time. Sometimes we feel like we're thinking about a hundred things, but scientifically we can only think of one thing. So a thought that ignites, we want to be on fire. We want a thought that just, just, you know, ignites our soul, ignites our spirit. A thought that ignites true has to be the truth, undivided devotion every time. And that thought is Jesus. Yes. <laughs> or the it. word of God. Or right. the word of God. Right. Well, Jesus, the in the beginning, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. God. And yes, John amen. 1, 1. Yep. Exactly. Yep. And he is the way, the truth, and the life. He is right. Truth. So if we think, if we if we a thought that ignites, we should be ignited. The Holy Spirit ignites in us when we start the, reading the word of God and, and quoting the word of God. It ignites in us true undivided devotion every time. And we need to be in that word so that we can S, see ourselves as God sees us. And T, transform our mind. And A, always pray. And are be refined to shine, and so this was a this was a long process for me, but I don't, I'm not a complainer anymore. One of my friends, she hadn't seen me in almost 20 years. When she first met me as a baby Christian, she hadn't seen me. She saw me a few times, but she got up enough, you know, after about 20 years. But she got up enough courage on one occasion to say, Sherry Lynn what happened to you? I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, you used to complain all the time and now you're just filled with joy. <laughs> wow. God happened to you. That's what happened. To Amen. You. Well, I was already saved, but I was complaining. I was complaining all the time, Yeah, but it's called transformation. Yeah. yeah. Amen. And yes, Amen. it's called trans- God transformation. And, and God loves us. And you know, I think a lot of, I think a lot of us, when we get involved in relationships, because we don't like ourselves, but we get in a, in a relationship, codependent relationship, or think that a guy or a girl is going to make us happy. And you know, I've been there as a Christian and it, it's, we have to remember that how our creator sees us and he sees us as holy and blameless. He chose us from before the foundations of the world to be holy and blameless in Christ. And I have this story that I was getting ready to teach this. I was driving and getting ready to teach this. I hadn't written this book yet. And I'm getting ready to teach the star principle, even though I hadn't written the book yet. I was driving down the road and I'm talking about how God sees us and that we're in the we're in the hand of Jesus. And when God looks at our hand, when God looks at Jesus's hand, he sees the nail piercing minus the fingernail polish and the rings. But, you know, when he looks at at 
when when God looks at Jesus's hand, because we're in Jesus's hand, he sees the nail piercing. It is finished. When God looks at us, he sees Jesus. We are in Christ. And Jesus isn't going to go, oh, sorry, open his hand and said, you've been bad. You know, he's not going to do that. We're in his grip. And he's and when God looks at us and I mean, he chose us before the foundations of the world, before we could even do anything bad. Right. So it's not us that can, we can't lose our salvation. It's not us that can keep God's love away from us. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. Romans 8, 38 says, I mean, when I feel down and when I feel bad and I still, these, these star principles still help me today just because I wrote the book doesn't mean I got it all together oh no (laughs) I look at this book and I'm like oh my I wrote that I don't even remember I need to read that again (laughs) yeah it's like we will never arrive till we get to heaven I heard that on the kingdom driven entrepreneur podcast even though I'm still in the in the midst of you know just growing as an editor or whatever in my and then my writing and building my author Mm -hmm. brand i still love to listen to kingdom driven entrepreneur because no matter what Mm -hmm. industry you're in there are some principles in there that really really Mm -hmm. um bring bring it close to home um but i'm gonna ask you because Mm -hmm. now that you brought up some things i'm curious how did you know how did you know when god called you to write when a lot of when a lot of people were asking me for my book, and um, Lori Roloveld, do you know Lori Roloveld? She's she's I I went to high school with her, and we're both from this little town called Wyoming, Rhode Island. And oh, wow. I don't live there now. I live in North Carolina, but we would hold we would hold little writing classes in my living room, but. I said, I don't even know if God wants me to write. She said, we'll go to this um, New England Christian Writers Retreat and see, just see. I said, I can't afford that. She goes, apply for a scholarship. If you get the scholarship, you should go. I'm like, I'm not going to go. I applied for the scholarship. I got it. And I went. And I have not... I met so many wonderful people and they're all, this was in 2014 and they're still all my friends today. I, I in fact walked into the conference area and there was a gentleman and I started talking to him and didn't know, I didn't know who anybody was. I started talking to him and I'm, and I said, I'll, I'll pray for you. How about I pray for you? And he's like, really? And I'm like, yeah, I'll be, I'll be praying for you. And then I think it was Cindy um, and she came out and she said, um, Cindy McDowell, she's with Jesus now, but she came out and she said, time for for classes. And so I get into the class and there's the gentleman teaching the class. Mm. (laughs) I'm like, I'm like, Oh my. And so I'm listening to all these people talk about this um, P word. And I'm, I'm like, I don't understand what everybody's talking about. And, you know, everybody's bouncing around asking these questions. And I rose my hand and I said, Mr. Murphy, he goes, call me Cease. Cease. My friends call me Cease. Cecil Murphy. He writes, he, he, he's just it, almost everybody in the right Christian writing field 
has been touched by this man. And I did not know who he was. He goes, call me Cease. My friends call me Cease. And I, and I looked around the class and I said, everybody knows this word. I really don't know it. And you can laugh at me, but what's a protagonist? <laughs> I've heard that name before. Cecil Murphy, yeah. yeah, he's done books like Writer to Writer. He's done the Writer to Writer conference. He wrote um, Ninety Minutes in Heaven. He writes writing books. He teaches. He's got yeah. He is phenomenal. You talk to any almost anybody, especially at Blue Ridge, but a lot of conferences. Cecil Murphy scholarships. He gives scholarships to like write to publish blue ridge a lot of conferences so that people can go and when i and i got a cecil murphy scholarship so i could go to my first blue ridge in 2015 and so what happened ann was god from that time where i decided after i met cecil murphy and he told me i needed to write even then, though he didn't read any of my writing my writing was horrible <laughs> Mm, was. my writing know. was horrible my writing was horrible I yeah my writing was horrible you can ask him now I mean um is it um Peter Peter um Peter Lindell edited my book and he's and and I said just tell me don't attack me but attack my book and he's and he and Cecil both said if I wanted to read Bible scriptures, I'd just read the Bible. And, and they both said I needed to put story in there. And so I did. And Peter Lindell says to me, you're one of my most improved writers. <laughs> I wow, said, that's amazing. Writing. <laughs> and he'll say, he'll say that because, I mean, wow, he, he really, my writing was horrible but he helped me get it better and I'm still getting better. I'm not, I'm, I, I'm still learning. And if, if anybody listening, who's a writer, you have to keep learning. Yep. It doesn't matter if you're the best-selling author or not. All of them will tell you like Jerry Jenkins and all of them. Um, Steve, um, I can't think of it. all of them, even not that we promote Stephen King, but he's a he's a good writer, even though I don't like the gory stuff. No, he will tell you that. Stephen James will tell you that, um, you know, Diane Mills and us uh, um, love Diane Mills. Yes. All of them. Anybody who anybody that you've teaches writing will tell you to keep learning. Yeah. Because how, the Bridgman's. Hallie and Grace. Yes. Oh, I know. I've been praying for them. Yeah, yeah. They're awesome. They are. And Greg did this self-editing workshop. I grabbed his downloads. Now when I do my editing, I'm going to use some of his stuff, not only for my stuff, but for my editing stuff too. I mean, it's it's amazing. Yes, it's self-editing. That's some, You should have him or one of them on about self-editing. I will. You, because I'll pray about it. Yeah, because self-editing, I have... I have a list of uh, what I call fluff words and they're words that do not belong in your manuscript, like mm -hmm. was up down. Um, yeah. All it's the to be words. You can find it on, you can find it on regular Google it. There's um, Jerry Jenkins really helped me when I took his ferocious editing 
I mean, it, some people don't like as much as he cuts out, but of your of your manuscript. But I just I write like that now. I write short and sweet and to the point. And now I have to, for my novel with my son, I have to try to describe a little bit more. I'm like, give me the facts. What happened? <laughs> but some, but you gotta, you know, describe the area and you write what did you say sort of like a fantasy yeah it's it's magical realism which is a genre of fantasy it's a middle grade yeah they say that um your um where you where you place your location and everything that can be a character in of itself oh yeah your, there are some your kingdom different... or your whatever that can be yeah, a character exactly in of and objects your in your story that have special ability magical abilities can be a, a character too but yep and speaking of scholarships, I applied for and got a scholarship to the Write His Answer uh, conference, which is directed by Mar Mar Marlene Bagnell. Yes, yes, Marlene. I've, I've taught at her conference. They're great. Are you going to be there this is year? Is that going to be online or are you going yes, to Yes, it's going to be online. It's all virtual. She awesome. she loves the virtual. It's the Philadelphia and Colorado Writers Conference. Yes, I've been she there. She brings them together there. in one big thing in one three and a half day event. That's awesome. You know what, Ann? You you're doing everything that a writer needs to do. You are talking about writing. You are getting. You're doing scholarships. You're learning, and you're and you 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 inspire me. You really do, Ann. You inspire me. Right, because you know it's it's all about you know the the honing the craft, and I'm learning these things. And when I talk about do solo podcast episodes, and I'm teaching, you know, talking about different things, aspects of writing, like mm -hmm. um, as we're recording this, we're recording this on Tuesday. Um, this air will air on Thursday because I have to go out. Of, I have to be on the road on Friday because my daughter has to go back to her father. So, yeah, long story there, but. <laughs> um today I did a I did yesterday I recorded a podcast about finish what you start yes and that was so it's like the Lord gave me that finish what you start because he told me because I kept asking I journaled I said what is your heart concerning my children's fantasy chapter books my poetry this 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 I sat at the computer sat at the computer sat at the computer nothing nothing turn away from the computer complete the task I set before you amen it's Amen. like, okay. <laughs> and so, you know, I, I don't want to keep, keep us very long, but my book, you can get on Amazon and, and Christian books. But if anybody, I mean, wants to talk writing, I'm a writing coach. If they want to, you know, my, I think you put my email, cb at sherrylimbisbono.com. I'd be more than happy to help somebody. That's, that's what I do. <laughs> I love it. I love I mean, I've seen, I do book proposals. I'm a um, prof professional book proposal creator. And almost all of my book proposals, except for one or two, um, have earned um, publishing and agents have earned contracts. So, yeah. Maybe we can talk about that another time. If yes. You want. Oh my gosh. Yes. That would be a whole new, that's, about a, writing that's a whole nother, that's yeah. a whole nother. Yes. And because uh, uh, we could do the do, do's and don'ts of, of submissions or I, I, Oh, I we have a lot, a lot of things of that we could talk about. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. blog to book. That's how this came about. What I I was and real quick, I'll tell you, uh, twenty December thirty first of twenty fourteen. Mm-hmm. Got my popcorn and my candy and my boy. We're getting ready to watch the ball drop. And the Holy Spirit said, you're going to start your blog. And the first one posts tomorrow. I I had nothing. But because I'm kind of a rebel at heart, you know, when everybody's telling me you have to have a blog, you have to have a mm-hmm. blog, you have, to have a blog. I'm like, no, I don't unless God tells me to. And New Year's Eve of 2014 into 2015, I started a blog. And a lot of those stories are in my book. God had me start the blog so I would have stories for my book. And so if you're blogging, keep blogging. It's like a diary. And if if your stuff is too personal to put out there, just write a blog anyway and make it private. That's what a journal is for. The personal stuff, the prayers. That's what a journal is for. God will give you the things that you need for your blog. Amen. Amen. So, so is there anything else you want to chat about before? Well, I was going to ask you, okay, so where can people find you online if they want to connect with you? Um, on Instagram, I'm Sherry Lynn three on, um, Facebook. I'm Sherry Lynn Bisbano, author, speaker, writer, um, on LinkedIn. I'm Sherry Lynn. And, um, my website is getting fine-tuned right now so it's you can't really surf it but um you can email me at cb at sherrylimbisbono.com and you have my name spelt right so they'll be able to do that but yeah I would, and please please say where you if you email me say where you saw me and mention Anne, the the hostess with the mostest <laughs> well i appreciate that <laughs> No, I really enjoyed this, Anne. I really did. And it's interesting because God has basically taken the interview with that. I I mean, I don't even script, but I do have a few questions that I ask like that. How did God, how does God, how did God, how did you know when God called you to write? I usually start with that and we go from there, but you know, God took it and it's, it, he took it and he did what he wanted with it. And I actually liked the outcome because we both were able to share things about our yes. writing and it was so exciting. Because I usually try to focus on the one part the person I'm talking to, but that didn't, it, it, that's not what God wanted here. (laughs) No. And I, you know, it's, it's, I usually like to ask questions of other people too, because I really feel like the, your listeners need to know about you too, and where you come from and why you, why you're the person who can ask all these questions. (laughs) <laughs> you know how I knew when God called me to write? I did not yeah. answer this question. I have not. Nobody's asked me this. But well, I'll tell I'm you, asking you now. How did God call you to write? <laughs> well, I'll tell you. It started in dreams. I believe it. It started. I had these. After I went through the the struggles I went through. I had these dreams of climbing. And mm-hmm. some of the weirdest ones. And I started out um, by writing one book. I ended up losing it when, when my first. When my. <laughs> the first laptop I bought bit the dust uh, for the first time. And then I kept having these dreams of climbing. And then that's where this whole magical realism book, that was the first iteration of it. It was published as A Journey of Faith, um, which was a, a, a stepping stones mystery or 
something like that. It was published like that. And to be honest, I'm, I am, um, there are some horror stories about the, uh, van- the, uh, print on the vanity publisher that I went with, even though I did not, I have been burned by vanity, Pre- vanity presses twice. I'm just going to tell you that, but but then I have a good one and if anybody wants to know a good one I know a couple of them and I won't say who they are right now but yeah I understand you have to have a good one well I wouldn't even go with vanity presses because you they'll charge you a lot and give you and give you mediocre service because the editing was so bad I didn't know that because I I I I left the contract I I ended the contract with that one publisher and I ended up republishing it myself. And then I started looking because I changed the voice that I used for my text to speech because I didn't know that the name was spelled wrong. And there were so many editing mistakes. The editor was supposed to have edited it. She made a mess. So that's I'm when I just. Sorry that happened. Yeah. But not all vanity presses are like that. There are some good ones out there. And I know some good ones. And there are reasons to pay for vanity press. And that's if you're a speaker and you sell a lot of books. Um, that to me, that's one reason. Or if you don't, or if you do have the money and you don't want to wait for traditional publishing. Or yeah, but now you got the the self publishing too. So, yeah. um, but anyway, this the point was, and that's when God showed. And it's interesting because I was reading another book because I had. Um, oh my gosh, I can't even remember Cynthia. Oh. I can't even think of her la- her name right now. I'd have to go back and look. But anyway, I was reading her book on growing your success. Mm-hmm. And the Lord said, you, n- you need to unpublish that book. This is not what I want for you. Not- yeah, it's like, you can't. And I'm like, okay, Lord, what, what do you want? You need to take it down and you need to look at it and we need to rework it. Because this is not what I want. See, you're listening. You're listening. Yep. I'm so glad you had me on and yeah, um, yeah the time went by fast. I do have a, something to do in about 20 minutes. So, um, but I really, if you want to have me back on, I'd really love to come back oh, on and yes. chat about anything, anything yes. writing. Right. Um, okay. So before we go, is there anything else that God's laid on your heart before I ask you to close us out in prayer? Be vigilant as Christians and as writers. Be vigilant. Fact check everything. Yes. And make the word of God your found. Christ is your solid rock. But like you said, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Jesus became flesh. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. Be in the word of God. And Always. I'm going to... And I'm going to add to that, too. When God gives you premonitions, listen, you may not know what they mean, but God has given me premonitions. And then I won't find out later what it's all about. I'm going to that's all I'm going to say right now about that. Um, But do listen to those. So and we have we I would ask you what a Bible verse it is that you'd like to share. But we have shared so many. Um, (laughs) So. Why don't we just, I'm going to ask you if you would do the honor of closing us out in prayer. I'd love to. Lord, thank you. Thank you that you are God. And thank you for your word of God that says in Colossians, I'm going to share a Bible verse for prayer and thanksgiving. 
and you who were once were alienated and hostile in mind doing evil deeds have been reconciled to God. Remember, Lord, thank you that we were once your enemies, but now we're your children. Lord, I pray for those who are feeling down, feeling uh, that their writing doesn't matter. Lord, may they press into you first and foremost, and that you will show them exactly what you have for them. You say you will guide us always. You will satisfy our needs in a sun-scorched land. You will strengthen our frame. We will be like a well-watered garden, like a spring whose waters never fail. Bless Anne and bless, um, just may you multiply our time together and may many people be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Did you get a chance to show off your book before we close? Yes, I did. See? Okay, good. Good, 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 good. Shine, don't whine. Good. Yes, it is a really, just real quick, I had uh, probably four or five pastors read it, and they said that they want their women in their church to do this as a Bible study. There are Bible studies, there's questions in there. It's some, some of them said, uh, one of them said that the before how God sees us before salvation and how he sees us after salvation. He said, it's one of the best, most clear and concise ways to describe it. And it's because God helped me write it. (laughs) Hmm, That is so amazing. That is so good. So we challenge you today to go out there and read, to get inspired, write something inspiring and share your creation with the world. For when you've touched one life, you've touched thousands. And when God gives you a message, you may only touch one life, but God can use it in a special way to use it to honor him for Mm. he uses it for his glory. So go out there and finish what you start and Mm. share it with the world. Lay, write the story God has laid on your heart, write the message God has laid on your heart because somebody out there needs to hear it. Mm -hmm. So, Thanks for joining us on Inspirational Journeys. And remember, folks, your story matters. Your message matters. Take care, everybody. Happy writing. And God bless. Hey guys, this is Ann from the Inspirational Journeys podcast, and my special guest, Joe Templin, has an offer for for my listeners and viewers. Take it away, Joe. And thank you. And again, thank you for bringing me on. This was a wonderful conversation. I'm glad that I could reach out and help your people grow. And to continue to help them to grow, we have an offer. If they go to the website everyday-excellence.com and use the code inspirationaljourneys at checkout from the shop, they can get a 10% discount on anything there to be able to help them with their personal journey to grow and inspire others. You heard it here, folks. You get a 10% discount on everything in the store at everyday-excellence.com using promo code INSPIRATIONALJOURNEYS. Happy rating, writing, and celebrate the day. challenge you today to go out there and read to get inspired write something inspiring and share your creation with the world for when you've touched one life you've touched thousands you've been listening to inspirational journeys stories that matter with your host 
Ann Harrison. If you like what you've heard on today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends, and leave a rating or review on your favorite podcast platform. Visit my website at AnnWritesInspiration.com, subscribe to my YouTube channel, and follow me on Facebook and Pinterest at AnnWritesInspiration and on Twitter at AnnWrites75 for more inspirational content. Thanks for listening, and remember, your story matters.